trust this. Is it always easy to have faith in God? Maybe not in the natural. But the more you more you put in the word of God into you, the more you meditate on that, the, the easier it becomes. Because you're looking at the word and the word is speaking to you. And, and the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. Amen. May he give you dreams. Glory to God. You ever think about what, you know, we have the, the cancel culture now. They want to cancel things. What, what, what happens if Jesus was canceled? Well, they're trying to cancel God. But what, you ever think about what happens if he never did exist? Remember, it's a wonderful life? Yeah. All right. I don't know if I should. The first time I, we, we, my mom gave us a, 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 a DVD of it. Sealed, never been opened. I, I might have shared it. I don't know. Well, I'll share it. Uh, of It's a Wonderful Life. Never saw it. We were in our apartment, weren't we? And so we were going to watch this and we put it on. I've never seen it, so I don't know anything about it. And there's a guy and a woman. They're in the bedroom. And they're talking, and all of a sudden, she starts taking her clothes off. She takes her shirt off, and she's naked, and we turn it off. Like, what in the world? Uh, we're thinking, I don't think this is a this is the movie. It's a wonderful life. So maybe he's probably thinking, "Man, it's wonderful." Oh my goodness! We turned around. We told my mom, "Mom, what? What'd you get? Was a pornographic movie? What? What in the world?" But it was sealed. It was sealed, so I don't. Who knows what in the world? Because it said it's a wonderful life. And oh my! But when I really saw It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, uh, that was our first uh, taste of It's a Wonderful Life. Topless <laughs> woman. Whew, Lord Jesus. Where am I at now? Ephesians. Oh, what am I doing there? Oh, Ephesians, okay. I want to look at a few things. I know it's like two little different messages, but I, I, I really wanted to touch on Mary and Joseph because they were, they were people chosen by God. You know, when, when God brings two people together, look at the I love, you know, all of that marriage. God brings people together and then it's for a reason, it's for a purpose. Ephesians 2. But it's a wonderful life. Remember he he said may was he said better for me maybe never to have been born. Remember that? So the angel, what was his name? Clarence? Yeah. Clarence. <laughs> okay. Chosen. Yeah, we probably need it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it this Christmas. And so he sees what in the world. He's like, and he's in torment. Until he finally comes out of it, and boy, the joy. Anyway, mm. you know, let me read what I what I, It is okay for Jesus to exist. Now that I wrote this, it's, it is okay for Jesus to exist, but not Jesus Christ, Jesus the Anointed One, the Savior of the world. It is okay for Jesus, the peace-loving man, who was a good teacher and humanitarian. 
to exist. It's okay. But not the one who said there was there was no way to God. It's the Father said it's true. Alright. Reason I said to go to Ephesians 2, the first thing I wrote, there would be no hope. <laughs> Ephesians 2, there would be absolutely no hope. People have no hope now. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that have absolutely no hope. There's believers out there that are really struggling to have hope. Because they're, they get so blind and so caught up with with all the negativity and all these things that, that they almost feel like they have no hope either. If you're alive and you have a relationship with God, there is hope. Amen. There would be absolutely no hope. Zero. I don't know how people live <clears throat> without Jesus Christ. I really don't. I've been a believer for quite a while now. I, you know, that one person I told you that I had witnessed to and really got really, not hard, but really looked at the law. Somebody, it's funny, because yesterday, someone told me, he's afraid of you now. <laughs> a young guy. Um, he's a, look, he, when he comes in, he's hiding over in the corner. He's a grown 51 or 52-year-old man. He's hiding. The, now, we, we're cordial. He was, hey, I, but he, now he's a, because he was telling another guy that I told him he was going to hell. And Santa says, he never told you that. Yes, he did. I said, no, I'm, I told Santa, I'm not his judge. I'm not his judge. I just asked him if he could, if he thought, because he said by being good and all that, and remember I went through that thing and showed him that he's not that good because of all the thousands of sins that he's committed, even if it was only one a day. <clears throat> and so he's thinking that I told him he's going to hell. No, I never told him, because I asked him, how are you going to heaven? How are you going to hell? Couldn't answer, and then he didn't want to talk anymore. So now he's hanging, and now he's like probably condemned in his mind. <laughs> well, but I haven't talked to him. <laughs> I, I've been for really praying for him now. Now that I now I'm amped up the prayers on. All right. So now he's gonna just. Anyways, all right. Nothing. In Ephesians two verse twelve. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. No hope and without God. No hope. A person that does not have the Lord Jesus Christ has no hope. When you, when it, down to the nitty gritty, there's an emptiness and there's no hope in their life. This guy, and this guy, you know, he's, 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 a, he's a nice guy. He's, he's a good guy, nice guy, just needs Jesus. But you know what? Deep down, he knows, he knows that he's a sinner. And he's empty. Because I made it plain that, man, you, you're empty. What do you have? Because he talked big, and he knows, empty. You have it all. What's the problem of man again in the whole world? You have to lose his soul. Emptiness. Are you fine? Without you, there's no hope for anybody or anything. At least Je the message of Jesus can bring hope to a person. Amen. Now, one other, go to 1 Timothy. Let me give you one other verse. So without, there's no hope in the world. 
Do you realize without God, faith doesn't even exist? I didn't say belief. Because people believe in things and they act on them. I'm talking about true faith. True faith comes from the living word of God. That's where faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. There is no real faith without it. If God didn't, if Jesus didn't exist, She's fine. I don't know. <laughs> it bothers Jessica more than no, I don't know. It doesn't bother me at all. Look at look at look at First Timothy one one. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. There it is. Our hope. The second thing, and this, there's no redemption. Never free from a dead conscience or a sin conscience. Man, people live guilty. They live there. The law was given to be a tutor to point us to the Lord Jesus Christ. One of the greatest ways to witness is by giving a person the law. I didn't even have to give them the law, the Ten Commandments. Because you already, because you asked for it. How do they even know that they've sinned? Oh yeah, I've sinned. How do you even, how do you even know that you've sinned? Because you have a conscience. There's no redemption. There is no freedom from that. Go to Hebrews 9. Now look, look at your own life. With all the flaws and issues you have with Christ, where would you be if you never were born again? My God. It's funny, because when we were talking, you said that you, you what was the word you used? Uh, I reflect. I reflect. Christmas is a time of reflection. Reflecting on him. Which makes you want to reflect on you. And you have to be careful, because you reflect too hard, you might think, oh. Okay, Hebrews 9, verse 12. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption once and for all. Once and for all, he paid the price. That's what Easter is. We're at Christmas, but that's what Easter Man, I saw a picture, I think it was in Rick Renner's book, it showed the baby in the manger, same picture, and then in the background, it had the cross, Jesus hanging on the cross. Man, it was a really neat picture. Like, wow, that is really cool. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? He can cleanse us from dead works. Amen. Always trying to, oh, i got to live a good enough life. I gotta be good to people. How good? Nobody can ever answer that. 95% good? 50% good? Nobody can answer that. Except tell them God's standards are 100% good. Are you 100% good? Okay, now. 
all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Now what? That's what I told that gentleman. Now what? But he doesn't have to. He didn't give me time to give him the answer. <laughs> yeah, let him, let him just sit in this for a while. Because he's going to come the time real soon that he's going he'll, to, he'll be willing. Because he won't be able to take it anymore. I'd rather bother someone now and see him in heaven. Nah. Christmas is the hope of everybody. Or the hope for everybody. Romans 3.24. Look at, look at this one other verse. Romans 3.24. Being justified freely by his grace. Wow. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You can't leave a person there. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We're justified by his grace. So it's a wonderful. If you never there, there's no redemption. Third thing, no deliverance from this present evil age. There's no deliverance. People, you know, you can have all the self-help, and, and there's good things about those things. I'm not against that. It's better to think positive than think negative, right? Mm -hmm. But the positive, that still doesn't get it clean on the inside. Are you hearing me? It doesn't remove sin. It doesn't, because in the back, that's always there, nagging. The reason why people, is because they won't even deal with it. But as soon as you bring something up, now, that conscience, your dead conscience, and ugh. She's just doing laps. Yeah. She's been walking in this morning. Lots of steps. Galatians 1 4. Go there real quick. I'm almost there. Galatians 1 4. I'll start with verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God the Father. Do you want to see Catherine again? You can come up here. You want to see me? No? No, not you. Catherine. Oh. Trying to get to Catherine. She saw Catherine as like long lost relative. To... <laughs> she was just her and... Look at verse 4. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil age. That he would what? Deliver us. We need deliverance from this evil age. And the only way you can have deliverance is through him. That baby in the manger, and I have a, you know, another thing I'm going to talk today. Why is a baby in a manger a threat? Because who the baby in the manger grew up to be, that's why he's a threat. That baby in the manger, even as a baby, became a threat to King Herod. One other verse here. Go to 2 Timothy 3. Oh, we need deliverance. Thank God he delivers us from ourselves. He delivers us from sin. 
give us a new nature, a God nature. He meant God with us, and now God in us. Because of Easter, the other holiday, the religious holiday, because of Easter, God is in us now. Amen. Wow. Second mm. Timothy. I'm not going to read all this, but you notice in the last days, perilous times will come, and it mentions all these things. We're in the last days, perilous times. The only way out of that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only. Remember in, in Star Wars, Obi-Wan, come on. You are only hope. Okay. Remember that in the, what they call the, the oh, image? All the Cut in a, Asking Obi-Wan, we need you. You're our only hope. Well, Jesus <laughs> is our only hope. Amen. There needs to be a story about Santa Claus and tying in with Jesus. Yeah. Delivering presents, but proclaiming the truth of Jesus Christ is somehow at the same time. Anyway. <laughs> Go to John 14. And this this is one of the biggest. Truth would be whatever man wants it to be. Well, it is that, that's what they're going to now. If Jesus didn't exist, truth would be whatever a person wants it to be. Why do you think people want to eliminate God, the Ten Commandments, Jesus Christ, all those things? Why is that? They don't talk about eliminating Muhammad. They don't talk about eliminating Buddha or any of the Hindu gods. They talk about Jesus. Are you following me? Why? Because he is the truth. And when you remove the truth, anything goes. People don't swear. They say, God damn it, or Jesus Christ. Right? They don't say, oh, Muhammad. <laughs> right? right. Mohammed damn it. No, they don't say that. <laughs> or Allah damn it. Allah damn it. <laughs> no, I'm, but it, it, it. there's a reason. Because you, know, you push, people push against the truth. Darkness always pushes against the truth. There would be no truth. That's scary. That's why people get upset when, when people say about what marriage it is. Yeah. Well, because God ordained it a certain way. That's right. It wasn't ordained by man, it was ordained by God. And God lays things out, and that's the truth, and you can't eliminate it. Are you hearing me? Okay, go to John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am. Man, how many times did he say, I am? He was saying, I am. But I am the way. Remember he said, before Abraham was? I am. What did they want to do after that one? They wanted to kill him. That's, in, that, in that, he said, you're of your father to death. Talking to the religious, you're of your father to death. Because Abraham, before Abraham was, I am. Ooh. Wonderful counselor. 
Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the prophecy in Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Child <laughs> was given to us. Child was born. I am the way, the truth, and life. No man comes to the Father but by me. I give you one other. Go to John 1. We still have truth. Amen. Don't move away from the truth. You can't. You know. When you know what the truth is, you have, an, you have an advantage over anybody else. You have the advantage because you know the truth. And the truth is what makes you free. Not knowing the truth, you're in bondage. John 1.17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. That little baby, he was the truth. My goodness. Revealed the Father to the world. We said, what did Jesus do when he was a boy? He played. He was a boy. Hung out with John the Baptist. John the Baptist was his cousin. <laughs> but as they got older, he caught him up with your cousin. See, we, you ever play with your cousin? Yeah. He didn't want to. More laughs. As long as she doesn't go out the door. One last thing, and that's it. I'll just mention it because I didn't realize the time. There is no lasting peace. For peace comes from the inside of you. Without Jesus, he's, the, he's what? Who is he? Prince of Peace. He's the King of Kings. They call him the Prince of Peace. Because peace comes from the inside out. Peace, now, peace is good when, when there's no wars and that's, that's peaceful. But peace comes from the inside out. Are you following me? You have the peace of God that passes all understanding. You have peace with God that gives you the peace of God. Are you following me? Yes. No Jesus, no peace. It's just how it is. We have the Prince of Peace living in us. Glory to God. And there's scriptures I have, maybe I'll share that another time. All these people that try to cancel things and cancel Jesus. When they come to Jesus, you know who they're thankful for? The people that stood up for the truth and let them know about it because they'll they realize without that person, without those people, man, I would have I would have I would be lost. I'd be in hell. I have a forever reminder in my life with this big scar on my wrist of what he did for me. When I thought I was I was dying. It's a reminder. Remember, Jesus forever has holes. It, when we see Jesus, he's got holes. It's a reminder forever that he hung on the cross. 
And it's interesting, this bump right here, I have a bump where I severed my median there. That bump right there is where they put that rod into his wrist. Because if you study the crucifixion, they went right through that, that median nerve. And between those bones, so they, they could be held up where it wouldn't just rip and it comes out. They were masters of torture. But that's a reminder of God's grace in my life. So at times, man, I forget, I can just look right here and be reminded. I tried to tell, like, he said, no, I know. I said, I said, right here. I, he said, oh, yeah, you shared that before with me. Well, that's God's grace in my life. I just happen to have a big scar about it. That's not on purpose, <laughs> but it's there, and so I use it. And the grace of God. But see, Christmas brings many, this is what Ethel was saying earlier when we were talking, it brings reflection. Christmas is a powerful time. It's more about than just giving gifts. But giving, that's part of God's nature. God's a gift. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we thank you for faith. The faith in the Christmas season. Lord, that we saw the glimpse of Joseph and Mary. Lord, the faith that they had. That they trusted you. Father, may we be just like them. Lord, that we trust in you with all of our We lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge you. You direct our path. Father, thank you for your grace that's upon us. Lord, thank you. Lord, we know that we don't have to even think about what if you didn't exist. Because you do. But Father, we can see what you've done and help people or a person know what you really did and what you really have given us. And we praise you and we thank you. It's like that song, Joy to the Lord. For the Lord has come. Glory to God. You have come. You have given us life. May we would have it more abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I want to receive our time.